0: You're listening to Goodfellas Minute 138.
1: I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only say you care.
0: Hello and welcome to Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes the Martin Scorsese picture. Goodfellas one wonderful sense of humor minute at a time. I'm Josh Flanagan. I'm here with Ron Richards. Nailed it. (laughs) <laughs> and Connor Kilpatrick. Hello. So this minute starts with uh, he's a dead man. <laughs> I think it's just. So I guess we
1: figured out what ha- what happened. It was a cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. It's straight to the point. You're a dead man. That 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 Ed's Ed's right on it. He's not pulling punches. And it ends with. Part. Yeah. It ends with what I like to call the final old man Jimmy look. Yep. Uh, which is pretty great.
2: So so and it also starts not only with finding out the the cliffhanger of yesterday's minute that Henry would be a dead man, but it starts off with Henry doing some mighty hair tussling.
1: He's like trying to get the lice out. Hair and when,
2: when he leans his head back up, his hair has grown maybe four inches.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like that might is maybe that's a little more shaking off the cocaine withdrawal. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like that, maybe. Yeah. I like that. Only at this point, very far in, do we hear "What about the kids?" As if they both remembered that they had kids. <laughs> it's
2: important to note that the the children, the Hill children, at this time in real life, they Hill had two, they had two daughters and a son, um, and they were all very excited at the prospect of witness protection program because they thought they were going on vacation. So that's uh, fun for the kids. Yep. yep so. <laughs> They, they relocate
0: they, them to Disney. Yeah,
2: they, they, and, it, and it's funny is that that Karen in the book says how you know they're old enough to read the book. They're old enough to you know they're old enough to read. They're not old enough. To, the, the book didn't exist. They're old enough to read the pa- <laughs> to read the papers. It's, read the says, papers. She says they knew about who, read the papers. Yeah, they knew about all the people who've been killed. They read all the stories in the paper about Jimmy and Pauly. She says they knew about Stacks and and Maury. They knew Tommy disappeared. Uh, they could, they could see everything was falling apart. Uh, and, and yet they thought they were going on
0: vacation. It was too late. Yeah, it was too late. <laughs> they could see everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about the kids? They, they think sort of last part, it, it, the movie version of these characters are not the most, uh, capable parents, I think. Yeah. I'm not speaking about the real people. I don't know. Well, but, uh, those late see. dinners, yeah. I mean, come on, they have school. <laughs> So, so then we get,
2: as Ed continues to lay down the tough love, we see uh, Paulie getting perped walked out of the... Is this a new location or is this... No, this is the place where he was making the sausages. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. that social, club, social club. club.
2: Yeah, the new social club. Uh, and as he's being walked out, we get the delivery. We get one last zinger from Tootie. Oh,
0: Tootie so goes out on the high note.
2: Whoever sold you those suits had a wonderful sense of humor. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which
2: I've got i got to admit, like, okay, so your brother's getting a, your brother is a mob boss, and now the the, the the what is the roost has come home what is the phrase, Connor? The chickens have come home to the roost. The chickens have come home to roost and Tootie to the last loyal to the last straw, gonna make fun of their suits. It's all <laughs> it's He's also
1: prescient. He says, "Why don't you go after those real crooks on Wall Street?"
2: Yes, yeah, which which
1: is Tootie was early on the Occupy Wall Street front. Like... To- Tootie Tootie knew all about the mortgage, the bad mortgages, the bad loans. <laughs> he he was in there, yep. trying to warn everybody, but no one would listen to Tootie.
2: Right. Oh. You only
1: got
0: one leg, Tootie. They'd say, "What do we? What? How do you know about mortgages?" <laughs> I know one thing. You don't waste a bunch of aprons. And those guys <laughs> are wasting billions of aprons.
2: Whoever <laughs> Just sold- billions and billions of aprons. Whoever sold you those suits had a wonderful sense of humor. I love the concept of that, though. That, 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 that supposes that there's a tailor who sold fed suits, and then as they walked off, laughed and goes, ha-ha, they bought those suits.
0: <laughs> well, it would be assumed that anyone who knows anything about suits would yep. know laughable suits versus, uh, you know, good suits. Yeah. And these and these guys were just too dumb to not know. Yeah. Now that said, looking at their suits. They seem fine. They seem fine.
2: <laughs> I mean, they're not I mean, yeah, there's I mean, I am I can be a little snobbish about clothes or I know Josh you can, but they're just simple black suits. They're
0: not doing anything, I, you know? It's you fairly know? mandated in the FBI, I believe. Well, yeah, you know, not, the blue suits. Like they're, yeah.
1: They're not yeah. making a lot of money here. It's not like they pull up, you know, buying five thousand dollar self-tailored suits. They're just wearing
2: black suits. Yeah. Now it's I not will Barney s-
0: Cooper Smith over here. <laughs>
2: Now, I will say that unlike when Jimmy was perp-walked yesterday, none of these feds have a mustache, which I feel like does not fit in 1980. At least one of them would have had a nice, bushy mustache. Also, Paulie has a cigarette. Yeah, true. I
0: like that Pauly goes out with his head high.
2: So here's here's an interesting question. I know nothing about law enforcement, and I know nothing about procedures or Miranda rights or anything like that. Jimmy walked out handcuffed hands in front of him. Mm Mm-hmm paulie who at this point is in his 70s and a much older man although very intimidating looking handcuffed arms behind his back
0: well you know they're just different different cops yeah jimmy's jimmy's legitimately bronchial
2: jimmy
1: was like hey i gotta smoke this cigarette so they put the handcuffs in front <laughs>
0: yeah must, he probably I'm knew the, to the, cops. Smoke the
2: cigarette i will say that paulie goes out head held high yep yep He's he well, got his brother well, there to back him up. Yeah.
1: Look at look at the size of Paulie. He could rip those guys apart
2: like a gorilla. <laughs> he's enormous. <laughs> even at 70. Yeah. Uh, even then, he's int- even even arrested, he's intimidating.
0: I like that the hair duster had a lot to do during these scenes. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever the hair duster is, they brought him in. Oh, we got a hair duster guy. He's great. It's he can Yeah, the, it's, the, he it's adds eight, eight to
2: fourteen years. It's the McConkie it's the, McCon- the McConkie of hair dusting. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, A lot of people talk about that Copacabana shop, but they don't talk about the hair dusting.
2: <laughs> this and, is what's right. Uh, In the last ten minutes, we're really going to go deep. We're going to talk about the, the hairstylist and the hair, the hair dusting assistant. And
0: <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> there was totally one. Yeah, totally I really ones. do. It is. We mentioned this before, but it is so interesting to look at like what we thought of as old Robert De Niro here versus actual uh, old Robert De Niro.
2: As seen I gotta the, say, as seen, he, as seen in the intern. Yeah,
0: he must he must have a preference. Boy, I wish I looked like that when I was this yeah. age. Well, that's true. So
1: um, let's, let's jump to the courthouse scene now. So now courtroom. the now the trial's going on. Yep. Can you I know I know listeners at home cannot, but you guys should pause it
2: at the 29 second mark. Oh wait, to see the, the are you talking about to the upper left of Ed McDonald? Yes. Yes, the 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 courtroom <laughs> the courtroom sketch artist with an enormous pad. <laughs> Yes. I saw that for the first time ever doing this and I was like, Whoa, she's sketching a f- like furiously. It's like, <laughs> At first I thought it was a giant newspaper. And I thought,
1: that's an odd way to sit. And then and the, I realized it was a sketch artist.
2: It's the pad the pad isn't eleven by seventeen. It's gotta be like thirty two by twenty four. It's the size of a poster. It's just like, <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, it's this is gonna be thirty six by twenty four at least. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely,
2: yeah. It's, definitely, yeah. it's uh <laughs> now this is the beginning
1: of what I find really interesting about this film, and we started talking a little bit about it last week with the dolly zoom shot and how Josh wasn't really into the visual trickery um, and how up to that point, really, the camera had pretty much stayed at eye level and it had been very grounded. This scene, this particular scene, the basically the final scene of the film, but there's yep. one more little scene, is so bizarre so bizarre. In the way, yes, in, on yeah. many levels. Right. Not the least of which, it's a. This is shot and staged very dreamlike. It's yeah. Smoky. The lighting
2: is strange. The the room it's, is like the room is like I've always had a hard time with the room and I, I've I've been in a couple of courtrooms I've been in many and I don't know if this is an actual maybe this is an actual courtroom but the room feels very airy. Right yes. like f- very big, you know, and like Most and quarters, like,
0: I've been to a very yeah, s- very small, COVID. right? yeah, yeah oh, yeah, no, yeah. I was in a huge courtroom once, oh, the, really? the only time I was on a jury, it was a huge room, oh,
1: yeah. but Josh, you so you had a lot to say last week about the style of shooting. What do you feel about
0: this sh- scene? I actually like it, um because I, mean, I don't know it it's gonna it's not really this this shot, but um when he when they break the fourth wall, it throws you out of it, which I think is the well, construct. let's not
2: let's not, talk about, let's not talk about the fourth wall break until Friday. Yeah, no, I know, but yeah, it's all it part happens. of that same thing. Yeah, I mean, basically, like it's not yet, not yet. At this point, all this is is an airy, dreamlike kind of scene. We don't know, like, and I and I've got issues with that later on, but there'll that, be a tease. Well, it, what so. it's
0: doing is is presaging like something weird's happening, and we haven't hit it yet. Yeah, all right, we'll get to. So, it. Yeah, yeah no, I know. Bizarrely, it's almost like you're yanked
1: out of your seat. Yeah. So you in know, a way, going along with one style and now all of a sudden it's very sort of dreamlike and and David Lynchian almost.
0: Yeah. Well, in a way, like it, it actually makes that other shot work better because you realize like, oh, they're d- trying to tell you that everything's going topsy turvy now. So I think if you you combine it with that, then maybe that, you know, that that sort of makes a little more sense. And that was just your first inkling of it. Right. Even I mean, even going far enough back to you know the big the big boom shot, the crane shot at that when uh, Karen's leaving uh, Jimmy's place. You know, maybe that's all sort of it's all starting to break down. Basically, just even the way that we're looking at it.
2: Yeah, I mean I don't know. I think it's, this this shot starts you know with kind of Henry's point of view, but we see Henry. The camera is behind Henry, and we see the whole courtroom in front of him, and we see you know Ed McDonald questioning him, and you know, and then the kind of spin around. And then having the camera focused on Henry as he's being questioned, with again, you know, then with the with the zoom, I think it's still it has ties to other shots of the of the movie. And then even the cut to Jimmy and his enormous glasses, uh, you know, it's it it zooms in on Jimmy when he fingers him. Not like that. Like when he hey, points, when he points them out. Whoa. You know, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I the, it's a combination of okay, this is the visual cinematography that we've been comfortable with, but I agree with you, Connor. There's something about the tone of it it's or awesome. the, the feel of it feels weird. Yeah, yeah. So because this is not the environment they want. This is the environment that they've been avoiding their entire lives. Good point.
1: Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's, we've it's been just, we've been in a courtroom before. Yeah. It wasn't like this. This is just yeah, yeah but they were losing. Yeah. We'll get to the real reason why it's bizarre later at the end of the week. But what's not bizarre, but instead what is awesome is Henry's pompadour.
2: Yeah, he dressed up. But,
1: but it's almost like he went back to the old 50s because that's, that's almost a 50s-style pompadour he's got going on, yeah, yeah. especially from the profile shot. It, it just curves up and away from his forehead.
2: Yep, That's a good look. It's not a bad look. Not a bad look um i do like as part of this you know like we don't really hear the questioning until it finishes with henry's voiceover and he's kind of closing this is again that layering of scenes where henry's kind of closing the scene about the witness protection program um and then it's 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 transitioning into the courtroom scene but it further goes back to explain how easy it was for him to disappear you know like his you know the house was in the house was he in, says it, I, have the, I, have the, I wrote this down yeah
0: it was easy for us to, to disappear. My house was in my mother-in-law's name. My cars were registered my wife. My social security cards and driver's licenses were phonies. I never voted or paid taxes. My birth certificate and arrest sheet were all that showed I was alive. Yep. And again, it's one of those other like little bits of information that puts everything into perspective and how yeah. different his life is than yours. And, and like, yeah. uh, Our lives are committed to co- protecting all of that stuff all the time. Right. And knowing it. And he got completely away from the system. Good government bullshit.
1: Yeah. Maybe that's the key to stop identity theft is just not have an identity. That's a good idea. So the fun fact is the first social security card was issued in 1936. And since then, there have been 34 official versions of the card.
0: Interesting. Because of that, that would... red bastard rose. Sorry.
2: <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. What I thought was interesting, looking back at the book in terms of this time period, um, up until so this is this is interesting because we we get to the courtroom, and it's Henry on the stand, and we see and we see we see uh, you know that being the defendants of Jimmy and Polly. Uh, in reality, uh, oh, yeah. they were tried separately, and in fact, uh, I believe <laughs> I believe Jimmy's trial wasn't until 1984.
1: Well, that, that, that I think, contributes to the weird dreamlike quality because it isn't right. really so much reality that this happened. This is more yeah. like a metaphor for what he did.
2: Yeah, exactly. And that
1: could be why it's so dreamy. Yeah. But um, I think Polly was first charged with just helping him get the no-show job. Yep, yep. That That's the true. first conviction they put him away for. And then they, then they got him again for, for a worse one. But, yeah, yeah like they, Henry was lining up and knocking him down in terms of, of testifying against people. Yeah. Uh, he he put a lot of people in prison, but was weird. It was just for the no show job,
2: right? Yeah, and, and and Jimmy's eventually was a murder, um, but again, it was not until '84. So so there's literally years of you know. So they they get put in the witness protection program, and this is, and Karen goes into it in the book um, towards the end of it, which I think is f- interesting. They kept them in and around. They were in the witness protection program, and they made them like pack their house very quickly. Like she even says, they 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 just filled black garbage bags with their stuff. Like they just get out. And they – but they kept them in and around the New York metro area. So they had them in a motel in Riverhead. They had them in Connecticut. They had them out in Montauk. And then in the morning, everyone would drive into Brooklyn to McDonald's office and she would just sit there, do a needlepoint, and the kids would just hang out while Henry would be talking to the lawyers. Um, you know. And then that that went on while they were getting all the stuff that they were getting until they finally settled down someplace else. Um so just like talk about like you know impacting their life like I just think that's crazy you know like the 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 actual how the witness protection actually works um, and then once they settle them down Henry would be flown to New York to then you know give give his testimony and then fly back out what kind of like my blue heaven yeah a little bit like my blue heaven um, what I think is interesting is that. Uh, you know, given Jimmy's propensity to kill anybody who, you know, like, I can't believe they kept him alive, to be honest. I can't believe Henry well, they've, actually they never it this lost end. anybody. yeah, yeah,
1: so the um then they eventually got Paulie on fraud, for, yeah. that was the big conviction. but for at first, it was just for it was later that year. Yeah. So for the first couple of months, he was just in prison on on helping Henry get a no- show job, and then a couple of months later, he got sent up the river for fraud. But yeah. it's crazy, yeah, he really, he was a he was a linchpin for all of this activity, and they were so shocked. And I can't imagine what it was like in that office once they realized how much information Henry yeah. had and how many cases they were going to close.
2: Yeah. But he
1: he closed a lot of cases for them.
2: Yeah. Now bef- before we wrap up, let's talk about Jimmy's glasses. I feel like those are, m- are magnifying lens
0: lenses on purpose. <laughs> so I thought that I think these are the same glasses they yeah, had. The same. And I thought totally. we moved. I thought that we had bigger ones in the end here, and I was a little disappointed. I was like, "Wait, those are just uh, uh, the same, <laughs> same so his, ones." His, I really thought there were bigger ones coming.
2: His eyes do look big though.
1: Oh sure. Yeah. Yeah. From the angle, I think the, his eyes are magnified a little bit bigger. Yeah. So anyway, I like the glasses. Uh, the fuck count for this minute is one all right
0: cool well i don't got anything else i have nothing i'm good i think that'll do um so that is gonna do for minute 138 and the wonderful sense of humor of that minute. You can listen tomorrow for minute one thirty-nine as we're boy, we're getting we're getting close. Uh, until then you can check us out on Twitter at Goodfellas Min and on Instagram and Facebook at Goodfellows Minute. And you can find all of our episodes at goodfellowsminute.com. To support the show, you can go to Patreon.com slash GFM or you can go to goodfellowsminute.com slash support where you can shop via Amazon. Um, or, or you, where you could get your identity stolen. It's it's a possibility. Henry didn't get Amazon, that's the difference. <laughs> we don't. We don't know. We're not saying you will. I'm not I, we don't know for sure, but right. I mean it's likely. <laughs> 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 You're not Jeez. doing anybody any favors here. You have any questions you want to email us in, although we will not deal with your identity theft uh, problem. Uh, I just yeah. want to make that clear. We uh, might you can, know. I just, you can email us at, I'm not fixing anything. It's not my problem. It's just a link. That's all we're doing. We're taking a little taste, getting a link. I don't have to fix that. Contact a <laughs> We'll see you tomorrow
2: go from rags to riches
1: my fate is up.